Have you ever had any questions about the Bible that you just couldn't get a solid answer for? Perhaps someone gave you answers, but they were confusing or not biblical. You tuned in at the right time and place to find real answers from God's Word, the Bible. You can call us right now with your questions at 472-1111 or in the CNMI at 323-1113. Be sure to turn your radio down when you call. Live from Guam, join us now for Straight from the Bible with Pastor Louis Moffness. Hello and good afternoon. We are so glad to be here uh, to be here with you on this wonderful Monday afternoon, and this is Straight from the Bible. And I would like to invite you to please join us for prayer as we begin our program today. Let's pray. Our wonderful Lord in heaven, you are so good to us, and one of the wonderful things that you extend to your children here in this world is your word. And we thank you. We thank you that you speak to us. Please send us your Holy Spirit, that he will guide us into all truth, as Jesus promised. And please be with all of our listening friends also, Lord, and I pray that you encourage them by your your straight-from-the-Bible answers. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, my name is Pastor Louis Moffinus, and I'm very glad that you have joined us today. And with me today is my wonderful wife, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. So glad that you're here with me today. Hello, Pastor Moffinus. Thank you for having me here with you. It's always wonderful to have you by my side. And it's always wonderful to have our listening brothers and sisters who are, maybe you're at home, you're at work, or maybe you're driving, listening to Joy FM, and we're glad that you are. And this is an opportunity for you to bring your your Bible questions to Joy FM. Uh, during this next hour, we will be taking questions uh, through phone calls and other ways. And so, Jessica, perhaps you can help our friends um, call and contact contact us so that we can see their Bible questions. Okay. If you are calling from the island of Guam, that number is 472-1111. Super easy to dial, 472-1111. If you're from Saipan, Tinian, or Rota, the number is just as easy, 323-1113. That's 323-1113. You're welcome to text or WhatsApp your question. That's 686-9999, 686-9999. If you'd like to email your question, you're welcome to do so. That's bible at joyfmradio.net. B-I-B-L-E at joyfmradio.net. We have our computers open right now. Mm -hmm. And we also have Facebook live right now if you want to check us out. That's facebook.com forward slash joyfmradio. And uh, you can also put your questions there in the uh, comment section. That's right. You can go there. We'll see you right away. And uh, incidentally, if you are listening to this broadcast at any other time besides Monday from 5 to 6 p.m., then you're listening to a rebroadcast. Now, you may still contact uh, Joy FM, and we have wonderful people here to take your Bible question, and they will save it for the next program, presumably the next Monday. So go ahead and pick up your phones right now. Take advantage of this uh, less than an hour now that we have. Call in your questions or get it to us somehow. And our operators are standing by. Our lines are open. And so we encourage you to pick up your phone and dial now. Um, and while we're waiting for these wonderful people to call in their questions, I think, Jessica, we do have some questions already through email. And perhaps we can take one or two of those All right. while we're waiting. So the first question that we have here on email, it says, what would happen if Adam and Eve never ate the fruit of good and evil? What would have happened if Adam and Eve never ate of that fruit? Mm. Well, that's a very good question. Uh, and by the way, the question says the fruit of good and evil. Um, I don't want to nitpick, but it's actually the the tree, the fruit of the knowledge of uh-huh. good and evil. In other words, if they there was nothing wrong with the fruit. It, as a matter of fact, when Eve saw it and inspected it, it says that it was a tree that was good for food. Right. And so the tr- the fruit was actually good. Uh, there was nothing wrong with the fruit. It was simply the disobedience mm. that brought uh, that that was the problem. Now, if we go to the book of Romans chapter five, in Romans chapter five we have the apostle Paul. Uh, he is explaining about death and sin. And if we can read Romans chapter five and verse twelve. We get uh, we get Paul's 
explanation of what happened when Adam sinned. Could you please read that for us, Jessica? Sure. It says, Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all sinned. So when Adam and Eve, or actually it is through Adam because Eve came from Adam, Mm -hmm. it says that through that one man, sin entered the world. In other words, the human race. Right. And well, actually not just the human race, you know, it spread throughout all creation. The existence Mm -hmm. of sin here in this world has Mm -hmm. brought death, not only to the human race, but also to, you know, and a plant life, animal life, everything dies. There's a, there isn't a single thing that's alive today that doesn't die. The whole world was affected. Everything was affected. So what if Adam had not um, disobeyed God and stayed true? Well, then the opposite would have happened. There would be no sin, and consequently, there would be no death. Right. Adam was placed on probation or the human race was placed on probation. If they had proved faithful, then they would have solidified their place with God throughout all eternity. They would have, they would have, um, if uh, through after the temptation, Adam and Eve had proved faithful, then they would have just continued to, they would have made the decision to stay faithful to God even after the temptation, and they would be uh, eternally fixed into God's kingdom and everything would have continued as God would have planned it from the beginning. And uh, so it was that decision, that uh, choice to sin that put Adam on the wrong side of God's kingdom. And that, and uh, you know, then Adam and Eve would have died and we wouldn't have had a chance, but we are thankful that God gave Adam and Eve um, a way out. They gave they gave Adam and Eve a way out, and that is to come to God for salvation. Um, in the book of Genesis, chapter three, verse fifteen, we read that um, God uh, promised that the seed of the woman would come and crush the the head of the serpent, while the while the serpent would bruise the seed of the woman's heel. This is the very first messianic promise, promising that the work of the enemy would be destroyed. The enemy himself would be destroyed, and the Messiah would be bruised himself. And so, uh, because of this, Adam and Eve had something to look forward to. Something better than just death and the grave. Something more than sin. Someone would come, and it would come through the seed of the woman. It would become uh, from one of her children. It would be Jesus Christ who would um, work out the salvation of Adam and Eve and all of their children. So that's the good news. It's wonderful that what Adam and Eve would have lost eternally, Jesus steps in to save it and to return it back to the human race. It's wonderful. It's an amazing grace that uh, that we see played out there in the Garden of Eden. Amen. Yeah, I was just reading the same chapter that you were quoting on mm. Genesis 3.15 and how uh, the conversation with uh, the serpent with Eve and you know she said yeah God said don't eat this or we'll die yes um, so God it was obvious that God did warn them he did tell them but praise God he had plan B yeah, if, praise if, the Lord if plan A <laughs> failed with the human race which it did um, so praise God that uh, Jesus had the way out way of escape amen Every, we, owe, we owe everything. I was going to say we owe a lot, but really we owe everything to Jesus. That some that he intervened when Satan had the victory over us. He intervened and he gained the victory for us. Praise Man, God. Now we can look forward to eternal life. That's right. right. We, we don't have to and be satisfied with death and sorrow and sin and sickness and well everything here because we have a way to get back to the garden. Thanks to Jesus. Amen. All right. Oh, wonderful question. I'm, I, I really like that question um, because really we say, oh, if only Adam and Eve didn't, didn't do that. Well, of course, there's always the what if, but uh, there's the what if, but the Bible says uh, it points us to the what will be. <laughs> right. <laughs> and because so. Right. Because it's already done. It's already done. There's already sin in this world. Mm-hmm. And now all we can do is look forward to 
to the future with That's Christ right. because he has opened the door for us to be able to pass through to get to heaven. You know, I read that one verse in Romans uh, 5 verse 12, how sin entered into the world. But if we read verse 15, it uh-huh. tells us the good news. Um, would you like to read that? Sure. It says, but the free gift is not like the offense. For if by the one man's offense many died, much more the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abounded to many. And so clearly this is saying that the grace that comes through Jesus Christ is far more powerful than the sin that Adam gave us. And so um, what Adam what we inherited from Adam, we can inherit much more grace, more grace than we have sin through Jesus Christ. And you know, that's so, such good news. It is, that's isn't it? News. It is wonderful. I mean, you know, it's almost like you just got saved from death row and, 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 exactly. and death row, slavery right. and disease, everything. You're just saved from everything when you come to Jesus. And so we encourage people listening, come to Christ. It's, it's uh, the best decision you'll ever make in your life. Amen. All right. So... Good question. And do we have another one um, through email, yeah. perhaps? Yeah. or we have a couple here. Okay. Um, so there's one more that came in. It says, how did Methuselah manage to live the longest? How did Methuselah? Okay, now, okay, Methuselah, I love this story. I love the story of Methuselah. Let's go to the book of Genesis, and it should be Genesis 5. And if we go to Genesis chapter 5, we do see a... Something of a gene- uh, genealogy history, and it's talking about first of all there was Enoch, and and uh, but the question is about Methuselah. So let's look at Methuselah, and we're going at Genesis chapter five, and verse twenty-seven. Okay, so why don't we read that? It says, "So all the days of Methuselah were nine hundred and sixty-nine years, and he died." There's your world record for longevity of life <laughs> before death. Nine hundred and sixty-nine years. Now the question is, how did he manage that? <laughs> right. <clears throat> well, I would like to point out that um, his dad, Enoch manage more than that. <laughs> right. Um, only because Methuselah was Enoch's son. And Enoch, according to the scriptures, if you look at verse um, 22, uh, 22 to 24, why don't you read that, Jessica? Okay. It says, after he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years, and Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. God took him. Now, that sounds like he died, but it's not, that's not the case. He didn't die. According to the book of Hebrews chapter 11, Enoch was translated without seeing death. Awesome. So God took him to heaven. And so that is where Enoch is right now. So he never died. So he beat his son Methuselah. <laughs> when, when, it come, when it comes to uh, longevity. Right. But let's go ahead and talk about what the person is asking here. Um, how did Methuselah manage 969 years? Something interesting that you'll find if you read chapter 5, you see that the people who lived before the flood did have, um, they did have, what do you call, uh, a lifespan that measured in the 900s, right. uh, sometimes 800s. Um, but yeah, uh, close to, n- nobody quite made 1,000, but everybody at least made it to 900. 900. Mm. Or I think there was a few people who made it to 800. But they measured their lives by centuries. Right. And that is amazing. It wasn't until after the flood, it wasn't until after the flood that you start seeing the lifespan of the human race uh, begin to dwindle uh, or or shortened where they're now living 800, then 700, then 500, then 400 until finally 100 seen a little bit bit more than 100 is is recorded. Abraham, I think, uh, only lived just past 100 years, 150, I think. And so what made the difference? Well, it, it seems as if the people who lived before the flood they were just a few generations removed from eating from the tree of life. Mm. Uh, Adam ate from the tree of life, and so did Eve. And whatever, whatever biological, genetic 
awesomeness they had. Right. I'm, I'm straining for words here. I just had to use the word awesomeness. Their bodies coming right from the Garden of Eden, and they were meant to live forever, and they passed that on to their children. And so their, what, whatever they got from the garden, from the tree of life and the wonderful food that they ate there, was obviously passed down, and, and it, was, uh, it was a long life that they, that they um, enjoyed. And you might also want to consider the diet that Adam and Eve uh, passed down to their children. Mm. Uh, when God gave them food in the garden, um, he says that you may eat of the fruit, uh, um, the herb bearing seed. Mm. And so that would be a fruitarian diet with grains and legumes and nuts and fruit. Um, afterwards, when the uh, when they were exiled from the Garden of Eden, God then said, "You shall eat the herb of the field." And so that's where you get your uh, your vegetables or your starches like potatoes, or and carrots and celery and broccoli and and other things like that, bitter melon. <laughs> so, mm, right. Oh, anyway, so vegetables were then added to the diet. So fruits, grains, nuts, legumes, and vegetables was the, was the diet of the people who lived before the flood. However, after the flood, and we've already noticed that they start to live um, shorter lives, lifespans after the flood. Now, what's one difference that, that the flood, uh, the people after the flood I had between them and the antediluvians was that they were they were now given permission by God to eat meat to to eat clean animals and so as an emergency food because the flood had wiped out trees and grass and fruit and vegetables God says as an emergency food go ahead and you may eat of the animals and so a meat diet was introduced and it's very possible that that is the reason why people started to live uh, shorter lifespans, and you know, modern modern nutritional medicine and and uh, studies are showing today that people who do eat a plant based diet do enjoy longer lifespans than people who uh, introduce other things like um, dairy and eggs and meat. Right. And so it it really does show it really does show the that the longevity of life has a lot to do with what the people are eating. Mm. And so I think that that is also played out here in the book of Genesis. Uh, did you have anything to add to that? Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, I was thinking, I, I totally agree with you that how it, they were so blessed because, you know, God had just finished making Adam and Eve, mm -hmm. and, you know, they were so perfect in every which way because God said they were good, you know, perfect. Right. And they're in his image. And I can see how also eating from the tree of life mm -hmm. extended there. And we know that God had to remove the tree of life. Yes. From, and that also stopped uh, the, the human race from living forever. Yes. Um, and so, you know, the, the diet was awesome. Yes, and, it was. You know, you, you, you know that even where I work, the wellness, we promote healthy foods mm -hmm. and how... Uh, it's amazing how the foods that we eat actually help us heal yes. better. Oh, absolutely. The fruits, the vegetables, <clears throat> beans, grains yes. um, really actually help promote healthy uh, and healing in mm. the body. Yeah. And you know yeah. that this awesome thing about God is that he meant us to live forever. True. It, it was never in his plan for any of us to die. Right. Uh, his original plan was live forever mm -hmm. with him. Eternally, yes. But because of sin, uh, you know uh, what happened, and so now we can still go back fruits, the nuts, the grains, the veggies to help heal us. Maybe we won't live forever right now on this earth, mm. unless Christ comes back first. Um, but we can extend as much as we can healing within our body. So that's amazing. I remember one time I was having a conversation with my father, mm -hmm. and um, we I I asked my dad, you know, Dad. Back in, you know, my dad lived to a very good old age. And I said, you know, the people who lived back in World War II, um, they live long, you know, they up to 90, sometimes 100. And I say, uh, Dad, back then, how was the diet different from today? Because t p here on Guam, mm -hmm. you know, uh, people can 
people can have a stroke at a very young age. Right. And so I, I said, Dad, well, how, how do you, what's the difference, do you think, in how we eat? He says, oh, back then, uh, meat, yeah, we, they did eat meat, but they had to raise it. <laughs> Or, they had or to go raise catch it. or go catch <laughs> it. They had to catch the fish. They had to raise the chickens. So meat wasn't a prominent part of the diet. Mm. You know, they had taro, they had coconut, and you know the things that were a little bit more of the fibrous stuff. And if you did have meat, and but to get the coconut, you had to climb the tree or wait for it to fall down. Right. And so even getting the coconut was it took some effort. You know, <laughs> when's the last time I climbed a coconut tree? And I said, and, and back then, Dad, did people have TV? You know, did they sit down and just watch TV? And, oh, no, no, no. If you, you know, if, uh, you, if you wanted to eat the next day, <laughs> you had right. to, there was a lot of preparation. And so you worked. You, were, you worked to get the fish. You worked to get the coconut. And so there's just so, uh, so much to learn from the scriptures, and it's observable mm. even in our generation and the genera- a few generations past us at least here on this island of Guam, that uh, the way, you know, if we live off of what grows out of the ground, right. we are going, our, our lives are going to benefit because before, like back in the uh, uh, World War II and just post-World uh, War II uh, on Guam, um, I forgot what I was going with this. <laughs> but uh, let's just simply say that uh, meat wasn't the prominent uh, right. food. It was actually expensive and hard to get, or you had to raise it or catch it. Right. And um, and they lived longer lives back then, and they were very active. Right. And so it is a it's it's observable that God's God's principles of health are very much um, beneficial to us. And so if anybody has health questions and, and biblical health questions, um, well, you can call here for a Bible answer. But if you really want professional um, health, uh, profession, uh, health professionals to answer your health questions, we encourage you to call on Wednesday about the same time at 5 to 6 for Total Health, where the doctors, um, the doctors will right. take your questions and, and give you a little bit more scientific answer than I can give because I'm just <laughs> I'm just talking about you know um, what the Bible says and what can you know the laity can observe right but well, you, you yeah, they're, know, they're doctors they can answer better yeah I'll tell you the thing is meat was never God's plan it wasn't no. God's plan for us to kill no. so that we can eat um, even even the death of animals were not God's plan uh, he wanted them to live forever with us oh that's you know, true keep yes. us company that type of thing <laughs> um, just at the wellness like I said uh, we're always promoting plant plant-based food you're referring to the wellness at the SDA clinic at the SDA clinic yes. correct and we always tell patients uh, you know these are plant-based foods that we're giving them mm-hmm. um, and for example those who are diabetic yes. we say check your blood sugars every day because it will drop you'd be amazed uh, how much just a change of diet yes their bodies start healing. That's amazing. And a lot of patients are really surprised that just by giving up meat mm. and going plant-based, mm-hmm. um, it makes a huge difference difference in their body. And so, you know, the thing is God made our bodies. Yes. And so the person to go to on how to maintain the body is God. Yes. And the way to do that is through the Bible. It's our it's our manual or what's it called like when you Yes, yes, it's it's our health manual. <laughs> it's our health manual sure on, is. on how to how to live better how to live healthier, mm-hmm. um, live the longest as we can, as yes. much as possible. And not just uh, the length of life, but the quality of life. Right. You're, you're going to feel better. You're going to feel more energetic. Right. And you just reminded me what I was going to say. I said, you know, back in my our, our parents' days or our grandparents' days, diabetes wasn't around and, right. and hypertension and all that. Uh, no, no, not so much. And uh, anyways, so again, observable things that God's word and the principles of God's word are very, very true. You know, going back to the question with Methuselah, Methuselah yeah. who knows, maybe he was probably more physically active. Oh, I, I, I would definitely bank really on that. Would, yeah, they didn't have cars. They didn't have uh, bicycles. They, they walked. <laughs> maybe they rode their camels and, and donkeys. But, yeah, I'm sure walking was 
there was only one way to get get to where you're going, really. <laughs> okay, so uh, it looks like we have about three minutes left before our break. I would like to encourage you, um, as we are going to be entering the second half of our program soon, here are the numbers that you want to call to get your... A question to us, 472-1111, 472-1111. Go ahead and ring our lines with that number if you're here on Guam. If you are from the CNMI, Saipan, Tinian, or Rota, then you may dial 323-1113, 323-1113. You can text us your question through WhatsApp, and our, our operators will receive that and send your question to us. But here's the number, 671 671- 686-9999. I'll say that again, 671-686-quadruple-9. Now, if you would like to email your question, you may do so, and you can email your question with this address, B-I-B-L-E at joyfmradio.net. That's Bible at joyfmradio.net. You can go to our Facebook, and you can see the live stream and, the, you know, we, there's a video there. You can see what we look like. And that you can find that on Facebook.com forward slash Joy FM Radio. Facebook.com forward slash Joy FM Radio. Leave your question on the comment section. We'll see it right away. And as I'm looking at our live stream, I see that there are a few people who are watching. And while you're watching, why not type in a Bible question? And we'll, be, we'll do our part to open the scriptures and find an answer for your question. I see wonderful people who are watching our our live stream, and we're very glad that you are. So go ahead and pick up your phone right now. Dial your question in, but it looks like in, within the space of a minute, we're going to be taking our break. And so although you call now, we're not, we won't be taking your call immediately, but we, we'll be very glad that you do call. Okay. Well, Jessica... When we talk about uh, health, mm-hmm. uh, many people say, well, didn't Jesus eat meat? And, uh, you know, pretty much right. everyone after the flood ate meat, you know, David right. and uh, Moses and uh, Jesus and Peter. And it's true. We're not saying that eating meat is a sin. Right. <laughs> uh, Jesus did eat meat. But um, what we do, it's principles that we're looking at. I'm not so sure if... Uh, if um, I'm not so sure if uh, the Bible is saying that, uh, you know, meat is permissible, but it's not mandatory. <laughs> but eating for, eating for health and to the glory of God, that is something that God says we should do. Whether we eat or drink, do all to the glory of God. Amen. Okay, so as you can hear from the music, we are going to be taking a break. We are not finished. We'll be right back after this. When you've read all you can and there's no more to see, turn the page. When you have learned what you can and you're ready for more, turn the page. When one chapter's over, you're only left with one choice. Turn the page. The new year might remind you there are new things to see, new things to learn, a new chapter to explore. Turn the page. Joy FM, family-friendly radio. Welcome back to the second half of Straight from the Bible. You can call us right now with your questions at 472-1111 or in the CNMI at 323-1113. You can email your questions anytime to Bible at joyfmradio.net. Submit your questions online to joyfmradio.net. Or message us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash joyfmradio. Join us now for Straight from the Bible. Hello, and we have returned. This is Straight from the Bible. My name is Pastor Louis Moffness, and we are very glad to be here with you to take your Bible questions. And so go ahead and uh, take advantage and make use of this last half hour of our program. And we are um, live, and we are... Uh, taking your questions with these phone numbers, 472-1111, 472-1111. If you're calling from Saipan, Tinian, or Rhoda, 
then those lovely islands could dial 323-1113, 323-1113. Now, you may text your uh, questions to us through WhatsApp, and it's free from the CNMI, 671-686-9999. Again, that's six seven one six eight six quadruple nine. Now, if you would like to email your question in, then please use this address: b i b l e at joyfmradio.net. Again, that's Bible at joyfmradio.net. Or you may go to facebook.com forward slash joyfmradio, look at the live stream, and you'll be able to see us. Again, that's facebook.com forward slash joyfmradio. And there in the comments section, you may leave your questions there, and we will see it, and we'll answer it as soon as, as, soon as we see it. Okay, now it looks like our phones are ringing and our lines are open. Our operators are standing by, so go ahead and pick up your phone and dial. All right, uh, Jessica, I think we have a question here that we can take while calls are being processed to be passed over to us. So go ahead and ask that question. Did God create other universes besides this universe? Did God create other universes besides this one? Okay, in the book of Hebrews chapter 1 and reading verse 2, talking about Jesus, it says, In these last days he has spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. So, there is there are multiple worlds within our universe. Um, we haven't been in contact with these because our little world is kind of a, the Bible says that we are a spectacle. In other words, they're watching us mm. and there's no way that we're going to contact them. But the multiverse or the, or the cosmoverse uh, theory, first of all, I would like to say that there's it's a theory. <laughs> it's 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 bore it's borderline um, science fiction. As a matter of fact, science fiction has taken these things and made a very weird. Uh, uh, po- uh, they they posit some very strange things. In other words, they're in another universe. There's another me, and he's living another life that's totally different from the life that I'm living right now. I would like to think that God made me as an individual, and there's right. no one else like mm-hmm. me. So. It's uh, please don't base your your understanding of God and creation based on science fiction or theories that have not been proven. The scriptures nowhere say that uh, that that there are other universes. Um, I don't see why God can't do it. He is all powerful. He can do whatever he wants, but there's no scriptural light on that topic. But we do know that there are other worlds and that there are other intelligent holy, pure beings on those worlds as well, just like we have on our world. And so that's the only answer I can give. Uh, did you want to add anything to that? Well, how about we continue that after we take Yes, callers? it looks like we have a caller, and um, I believe this person is anonymous, and so we'll go ahead and, and uh, take this call. Yes, hello. Welcome to Straight from the Bible. You're on the air now. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> thank you for uh, me. my call. A little correction. No, I didn't call in anonymous. My name is Dave. Oh, Dave. Okay, hello, Dave. Thank you so much for calling. You're welcome. Uh, I believe it was Friday uh, that I heard uh, on this radio that you guys, uh, that Jesus, uh, in the Bible it says that the wicked will burn in hell and will die. Uh, Pastor, I... I want to say that I'm a, I'm a sinner. I've uh, sinned all my life. I've never committed murder or anything like that, though. I've never burned down churches or anything, but I am a sinner. I've hurt a lot of people, not uh, not by beating them up, but just hurt them, hmm. include my family. Am I wicked? That is a good question. Now, Dave, uh, I want to say, I want to answer your question with all the love that Jesus would say, and that is Jesus loves sinners. He does. Um, It was one of the things that made him stand out um, from the other rabbis and Pharisees back in his day was that he associated with sinners. He loved them. He offered grace to them. He would teach them about the kingdom. 
and he would invite them to accept his grace. Um, Sin does condemn us, and we're talking about even the smallest sin. As a matter of fact, I don't think uh, anywhere in the Bible does it ever say that there's small sin. Um, It was, you know, when Eve and Adam ate of the fruit of the garden, it seemed like such a small thing, but it was enough to bring the condemnation of death into this world. And so are you wicked? I would like to say that sin is wicked, no matter how big or small, but I will, I would, I I do not have the right, and this is something biblical, I do not have the right to judge you. You and God are the only ones who can answer that question. Whatever sin you may have, according to 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, um, it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so whatever sin you are aware of in your own past, in your own heart, then the good news is, is that you do not need to hold on to that wickedness that does lead to death. In the book of Romans chapter three, verse, I'm sorry, Romans chapter six, verse 23, it says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And so we are all condemned as sinners. We are all condemned as wicked. But if we come to Jesus Christ, that standing with God can change through repentance and confession and giving our hearts and our lives to him. And so if, I, if you, know, you just ask me the question, are you wicked? That is something for you to take to God. And that is something, if, if the Lord is convicting you of any wickedness within you, the good news is Jesus is the one showing it to you, and Jesus is the one with the remedy. Does that help at all, at all uh, Dave? Yes, it, it, it does. Uh, uh, yes, it does. Uh, it things up for me uh, uh, a lot, but I, and I just want to clarify that when I said I, I've been a sinner and all this, I, I'm talking about my shady past, and I don't continue to sin the way that I described how I've been sinning, but of course, I still sin every now and then because we're not perfect, but I, uh, I have turned to God, but I am, not by a, I am not by any means a holy person. <laughs> and that's what I meant by now that I, I, uh, I'm trying to be a good person, am I still wicked because of my sins? You know, in the book of, of Romans... explain, uh, does clear a lot, yes. Oh, it does, okay. Does, uh, does it do my sins in the past that I've done that I, I continue not to do, uh, does that make me condemned already to wicked? I'm going to answer that with a Bible verse. In the book of Romans chapter 8, it says, uh, it should be verse 1, it says, Now there is no condemnation to him who is in Christ Jesus. No condemnation. Uh, those who live according to the Spirit. And so, uh, Jessica, did you find that verse? In verse 1? Uh-huh. Could you read that for us? It says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. No condemnation. That is the Bible promise that, that tells us that whatever we have given to Jesus, whatever we've given to Jesus, he covers us with his righteousness, and we no longer are condemned. The devil may accuse and and uh, try to make us uh, paint us in the wrong light. Our conscience may, may condemn us, but if we are in Christ Jesus, God does not condemn us. Does that, does that help? Yes, it does. And then just for the record, uh, because of the asking, I, I try to be a very good person today. I, uh, I'm glad to I, hear that. Whenever I can, I give whatever I can. And, uh, but yes, because I heard this uh, uh, last week, I, I wanted to clarify that. And you have, uh, that there's no condemnation with, with God and that if you turn to him, uh, he would save us. You, so yeah, thank you, you uh, Pastor Marcus. You're very welcome, Dave, and thank you very much for your call and your question.
God bless you, sir. God bless you. And thank you, too, Jessica. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Have a good day. <laughs> okay. Good question. And I love questions that have to do with the grace of God and the salvation of men and women. And, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to say uh, that no one can be lost as long as they are looking to Jesus. Mm. No one can be lost. If you are looking to Christ, receiving his grace, and the Spirit is is uh, doing a work in you, transforming you, uh, this relationship with God through Jesus Christ, that is saving. That is that is salvation. Jesus said so himself. He says, and. Um, this is life eternal, that they know you and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. And so the relationship with Jesus, based on the scriptures, and you're living it out in your life, these, this is the road to salvation. As long as you're believing and trusting in Christ and looking to him, no matter what other people may say or Satan says or even your own condemning heart mm-hmm. might say, if you just continue looking to Christ and trusting in him, you are not condemned for uh, the sin, the, the life that you may have lived, but now given to Christ. Right. And, you know, I like that from First John, uh, how Jesus says, if you confess your sins, mm-hmm. he is faithful and just to forgive us for all our sins and right. cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so once we confess that sin already, we gave it to God. Right. The next verse that I'd like to claim is in Micah chapter 7. Oh, verse please 19. share it. Yes. It says, he will turn again. He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities, and thou wilt cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. So once we I, I'm so glad he didn't say the shallows of the sea. No, he oh. said depths. That means the deepest part. <laughs> right. Throw it into the Marianas. The Marianas Trench. Marianas Trench. And right. We haven't right been. Here. We haven't found the bottom of that yet. Oh. <laughs> Praise God that he can, <clears throat> we can claim these promises once we confess them. He throws them into the depths of the sea, buried it. Uh, we don't need to bring it back anymore because mm-hmm. we know by faith that we gave that up. Yes. And like you said, even when the devil tries to bring it back up out of the ocean, we're like, you know, we can tell them, tell the devil, you know, God already threw it in the depths of the sea and let's leave it there. The blood of Jesus Christ. Right. It, it is it is the one safety uh, to claim when the devil starts to condemn us. Right. We point to Jesus and say, I know I'm a sinner, but Jesus is my savior. And with him, I know that I am in, I am in the grace of God. Right. And, you know, as we continue to walk with Christ and he continues to convict us of our sins, we can confess those sins, turn away from it, and then continue to grow with him. Amen. And then God will, once God takes care of that, he shows a new one. He says, okay, we need to take care of this one now. That's right. It's a, it's a growth experience. It's a growth experience, a continual uh, changing Mm-hmm. of becoming more and more like Jesus Christ. As Amen. long as we continue to grow, to be more and more like Christ, we know we're on the right path. Amen, amen. Because we know that he changes us. This is something even a child can do. Right. And just stay with Jesus. All right. Thank you so much for giving us a call, uh, Dave. We really appreciate that call. Yes. If you want to go ahead and give us a call like Dave did, we would love to hear from you. If you are calling from Guam, that number is 472-1111. If you're calling from CNMI, that's 323-1113. If you want to text or WhatsApp your question, you're welcome to do so also, 686-9999. We also have email questions that do come in that we are answering them as well while we're waiting for you to go ahead and call us. That's Bible at joyfmradio.net. And we also have Facebook Live. Like Pastor Moffna said earlier, some people are watching us, listening mm-hmm. to us. Thank you so much. But if you'd like to give us a call, you're welcome to do so. But if you just want to continue to look at us at <laughs> facebook.com forward slash joyfmradio, you're welcome to do so. Or you can also put your questions there in the comment section. And this is a uh, this is the mark of the in the the time mark of our program where we have about ten minutes left. So please um, go ahead and pick up your phone right now. Yes, right now, and dial in your question. We'll be waiting patiently, but please take advantage of the dwindling time. All right, Jessica, I think we have another question waiting for us. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh, through our email, I believe. And I'm keeping my eye on the Facebook and uh, on the comments section. Go ahead and put your question there. We'll see it right away. 
All right. So we do have another question that did come in. Okay. Are the Egyptians in the Bible the same people who built the pyramids? Are the Egyptians the same uh, in the Bible, where I guess it's referring to the Exodus, Moses' time, and mm, things like that? Right. Are they the same ones who built the pyramids? Well, the answer is yes. Mm. Um, I will say that the Egyptians as a race back in Moses' day and even in Jesus' day, they are an extinct race today. There are no more pharaohs. There are no more uh, people of that race anymore. They have become extinct. And today, uh, the Arabs are the ones who are basically uh, made. They are the Egyptians today. But Egypt. yeah, but they were not the Egyptians back in Moses' day. They were uh, described as a fair race and lighter skin, I guess. Mm. And they had a totally different way of writing. And they, they wrote through hieroglyphics. And they had a totally different uh, form of religion, you know, and, and mythology. Mm-hmm. And uh, the 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 pyramids were erected uh, somewhere between 2612 BC, all the way up until about they finished the last pyramid around 664 BC. Now the Exodus of of Moses happened around 1313 BC. And so, or actually, I think it would be a lot uh, before then even. I, I'm talking about what some people, how some people place the date. Mm. But um, it would have to be after Abraham and and about 2,000 years. No, four, about 400 years, uh, give or take about 500 years after Abraham. And so we're looking at, uh, but it would place the it would place the um, Israelites during the time when the pyramids would be built would have been building. Mm. Now a lot of people will say, so did the Israelite slaves build the pyramids? I would say no. Um, first of all, the work that is described of the Israelites uh, in the Book of Exodus was that they were making. A uh, brick with mud and straw. Now the pyramids were not made with a mortar of of uh, straw and mud. Uh, they were made out of quarried out stone. Mm. And people who uh, the um, the archaeologists who are examining the pyramid, uh, they also find these worker village uh, where the the pe- where the workers of the of the pyramids the builders of the pyramids uh, dwelled and lived. And it's more likely that the pyramids were built by hired workers, not the Israelites. And so I, I'm sure that the Israelites built other things, but because their work was more about, about straw and mud, probably not as enduring as the pyramids. They probably fell apart. Uh, how many s- centuries ago? Mm. And so that would be that would be the the uh, the roundabout, type of observation of uh, they were the Israelites were there when the pyramids were being built but I don't believe they were the ones responsible for it um, they may have built other things cities mm-hmm. you know uh, cities with buildings and things like that and uh, but again I'm not an Egyptologist I'm not right. uh, I'm not an archaeologist but it's a simple question you know were the Israelites there yes but again m- most of the pyramid the pyramids were probably built by other people other than the Israelites Right. Now, that's not really a, a solid Bible question, but I tried to pull out the manner of the work that the Israelites did, and they weren't quarrying stone. So I know that uh, in the hieroglyphics and stuff, they do have like um, their Pharaoh Ramses. Sure. Is that the same Ramses maybe from the Old Testament? Or I know there was a whole bunch of Ramses. There were. It was there actually was kind of a one. kind of a famous. Uh, it's like saying it was Caesar a, or something, yes, right? Well, no, uh, Caesar was a title. I mean, that came from Julius Caesar. Right. But uh, the, you're right that the word that the name Ramses was actually kind of popular, uh, and there were more than one Ramses. Right. Uh, there was one. There was a city named Ramses. Uh, was the Ramses that. Uh, of the Bible, the same one that everybody's talking about? Uh, probably not. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, one of those Ramses comes a lot later. Um, again, 
Right. I wish I knew, I wish I took this uh, course here more seriously back in school. <laughs> uh, archaeology is a very fascinating thing. I'm no right. expert in it, though. And there are other, yeah, mm-hmm. that is a totally different field as well. It, it is. Um, tell you what, let me, I'll, I'll do more studying and you can, you can, maybe we can return to that question. But uh, the Israelites, they were, I, I believe they definitely were around. Right, right, when the pyramids were being made. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that... Um, Okay, so as we take a look at, um, you know, we have about five minutes left in our program. You know, I bet, Jessica, that if somebody picked up their phone right now and followed Dave's lead, that we would have a wonderful question and we would have just enough time to answer it. I can give a five-minute answer, but they have to call right now. Oh, my friends out there, please, I miss you. We miss you. <laughs> Go ahead and pick up your phone and dial in your question, 472-1111. Jessica, you were going to say something? No, I was just looking at the Facebook page and wondering if anyone did leave a question there. Well, look at I this. There's, I, I see that there are people watching. Um, I can't take them all, but I, I can take one of them. Let's have a competition. Who can send in the best question? <laughs> Actually, they're all good. All the questions are wonderful, and it's so wonderful how we have the Word of God to answer them. Right. You know, if I can just comment a little bit more on Dave's question, and that, uh, you know, he says that he, you know, and a lot of us have this sentiment, we're trying to live good lives. Right. And, you know, but am I a wicked person even though I'm trying to live a good life? Mm. I would recommend that you do not base the assurance of your salvation mm. on how good you're living your life. Mm. Don't, don't base um, your, your hopes on how good did you obey today. Right. If you do that, you're going to be discouraged. In the book of Ephesians chapter 2, Um, There is a clarification, and I'm going to turn there now. In the book of Ephesians chapter 2, there is a clarification as to where our our salvation and what we should trust in. Should we trust in our own works? Should we trust in our own good behavior, our own obedience? In the book of Ephesians chapter 2, and reading verse 8 and 9, it says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. If I can read verse 10 as well, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. The verse clearly tells us that it is not our good works that commend us to God. Right. It is not, if it were, then everyone would boast. Yeah, I, you know, I gave five years of good work, so how about you? Mm. Oh, I only gave one. <laughs> you right. know, but it's not of works. It's not of a, uh, God is not on the merit system because all of the merit has already been reached and paid for through the gift of Jesus Christ. Right. Jesus Christ has already taken care of all the needed obedience to get you into the kingdom of heaven. All we need to do is put our trust in Jesus, and that counts towards us for righteousness and salvation. Now, it seems like we've run out of time. The music is playing, and we are so very sorry that we ran out of time. But we would like to invite you to tune in again next Monday for another time of Straight from the Bible. This is Pastor Louis Moffness. And Jessica Moffness. Saying good night. Good night, and God bless. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Straight from the Bible. If you missed out on your question and would like to have it aired next time, you can also email us anytime to bible at joyfmradio.net. Submit them online at joyfmradio.net or message us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash joyfmradio. Join us again next time for another edition of Straight from the Bible. Until then, may God bless you as you study His Holy Word, the Bible.